Hey, Griffin here. All these murders are made up. They're not real-life murders. That would be a weird thing for us to do. Take it away, song! introduce you guys to a special friend of mine, Steve. And I would like to do the same. It's Griffin. Oh, and we're holding hands. And I might kiss Steve a little. You did! Mystery solved. This is killed to death. And But that's not the only mystery. We have lots of mysteries. We solve murders, guys. Not just who's gonna kiss who. Uh, and as you know, we have recently joined the Sonar Network. Mm-hmm. Uh, already have been getting several notes from Mike Mongieri yes. about how to kind of run this thing. Uh, this week... Uh, he said it needs to be marketable. Yeah. And he wants us to use a lot more hashtags and come up with something fun social-wise. Yeah. I didn't quite understand what he was getting at with that. No, um, I think he was drunk. He was drunk, but I mean... This was 3 a.m. We got woken up with a phone call yeah. from Mike Mangiardi. He FaceTimed And he kept saying us. that he missed us. Yeah. And what were we up to? Yeah. He said, come out. Come out, there's free drinks here. You guys gotta do we more got hashtags. We got bottle service. Do hashtags. And yeah, then it seemed like he stepped outside and he said, guys, I got notes for your show. And I was like, notes for a show? So, and then he threw up. Yeah. <laughs> and then he pulled out a list. Yeah. And it was just hashtags. So yeah. we had to come up with some good hashtags to kind of brand our show. Yeah, which I don't know if we need it, but I mean, I guess, you know. What Mike, Mike he's the boss. Best. He's in charge of our podcast sure, now. Sure. And I think if you guys notice anything maybe you don't like with the podcast, he's the one to turn to. Email that's how I remembered at gmail.com. No, you can email info at thesonarnetwork.com and say, Mike, what have you done? I'll email both. So, Steve, let's hear some of your hashtags that you've, you've come up with. Um, Actually, that's not fair. We'll go back and forth. Oh, uh, yeah. No, I got a good one. It's CC me. Hashtag CC me do improv. Okay, so it's it's a hashtag. Yep. Then it is the C-C. letter CC mm-hmm. and then me do improv. Yes. Okay, so if you're tweeting about kill to death, you would say, man, I love kill to death. Hashtag CC me do improv. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that checks out. Yeah, it's almost like a plug for your own improv or yeah. whatever. Or it could be about me. <laughs> Please make it about me. Uh, you got hashtag, and this one might kind of, suggested to me yeah. after you left you went to the bathroom of the club yes and mike kind of put his arm around yeah, me. we did go to the club we should mention <laughs> that we were like ah this does sound fun so we did we did go uh, and i immediately hit the can and yeah. so you mike mike leans him. in with his puke breath mm-hmm. and he's he whispers he says use hashtag the bed post yeah which was odd. so i guess we have to do that now so yeah. if you're tweeting about kill to death say like i love kill to death hashtag the bed post yeah that could be good. Um, Let's do one more each. Yeah, well, I think that's what he was trying to get at is that it would help if we kind of mashed all the shows together so it could be like, a, you know, a big hashtag. He said cross-pollination. Yeah, cross-pollination is what he kept calling it. And I was like, cross-pollination? He's like, I <laughs> He's like, yeah. And he would, he would do a lewd thing that I will well, not repeat yeah. with my hands. Well, you're doing it right now. <laughs> well, yeah, but I don't want to. Uh, and then hashtag lewd... Loot hand crabs. Yes. And that was another one that, that he was kind one of he insinuated. That really work. I kind of translated that because he said, hashtag, and then just did it. Yeah. And I've translated so it. So hashtag this. And I was like, all right, Mike. And, he was, and he looked at the bouncer and he's like, you want your hashtag this? And he stumbled off into the night. So hope We haven't happy, seen Mike. him again. <laughs> no. <laughs> you might see him on this podcast. <laughs> the victim. 
Richard Garfield. Today's guest, Richard Garfield. Richard, hello. Hey. Welcome. Thank you for being here. Oh, thanks. It was, it was fun watching you guys interact. Oh, yeah, yeah. You, you mean the kisses? Yeah, it was really neat. I liked it. Specifically the kisses <laughs> at the beginning? Yeah. This is fun for us. We've never had on, um, you know, uh, uh, I don't know what to call you. What, what would you like to be called? Yeah. You, you've obviously been killed. What? You are deceased. I'm dead? Oh, oh no. no. What? Your bedside manner is lacking. My bedpost manner. Uh-oh. Okay, well... Um. Oh, okay. Uh, so what's... Uh, before you, you came feel? here, what's the last thing you remember? Good question. Um. Well, I was walking through the forest late at night. Mm-hmm. Um, my dog uh, has a IBS, uh, irritable bowel syndrome, so it has to go to the bathroom quite a bit. And uh, as I was walking, I saw like just a little van, just a small little van. Like, Sorry, like, but uh, backing up, I hate know, to pause the story yeah. already. Uh, your dog needed to go poo, so you went into the deep woods. Well, he's very shy. He's a very oh, shy okay. dog. He doesn't like to poo on the streets. Why? I get it. Oh, cool. Yeah, he goes right into the woods for days. I have to. C- cool. Uh, I like very... I like forests too. I do a lot of camping. Oh yeah. So I was walking in the woods <laughs> with my dog, and um, I saw a small little van with some of the doors open. Oh. And I heard a man whisper, "Hey, come here." And I thought he was in trouble. And then a bunch of stuff happened. I was kind of confused. And then mm-hmm. um, I felt like I was floating. And then I was here. Okay. Oh. And does any of that strike you as strange? Now that you mention it, yeah, it's pretty yeah. weird. Yeah. And now, slowly, I would like you to look down at yourself uh-huh. and kind of take in what we're seeing. Okay, so I'm a ghost. Yeah. Oh, okay, that was oh, Okay, that was easy. Yeah. You got it. All right, okay, great. That so that's bedside manner. Yeah, I'm a ghost. So I'm, I'm dead? I'm I'm I guessing. Guess. Okay. We that we think. assumed. So here's how this happened, listeners, is we were walking outside hmm. uh trying to find a good place for Steve to do his business. And then a man floated past and we said, You know who'd be great for the podcast? Whoever that guy is. Let's we find out what happened. Very last minute. <laughs> we <laughs> wander the streets and then uh whoever we pass. Hmm. So 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 what's the idea that you, you trap me here, a ghost, and then what do you do to me here? We're not going to do anything. Oh, okay. no, no. Just just questions. Oh, okay. That's all. Wait. You're kissing through me. <laughs> I'm kissing Steve through you. Yeah, it's, I don't like it, please. <laughs> this is erotic. Please don't please don't kiss through me. There are so many killed to death fanfics out there that's just this. Well, yeah. Right. So you've got, and for the listener, it's kind of like one of those Casper, you don't have legs, but it's kind of just a whoosh. Flowy. Yeah, How you would got you a nice describe whoosh that? down there. Ghost tail. Ghost, ghost tail. tail. Yeah. That's great. Mm-hmm. That's how I'd say it. So we're trying to hear your ghost tale. So before you were walking in the woods, tell us a bit about yourself. Well, I'm a, Richard Garfield. Yes, I'm a substitute teacher. Well, you were. I was. Um, yeah, you're going to have to get used to that. Yeah. And so there's a lot of on and off time. Uh, I would spend my on time teaching children. Right. Um, and then and during my off time, I would walk my dog, um, read the newspaper, play Scrabble. You're all, an interesting guy. Yeah, like I get up to some some events once in a while i'll go out nighttime see what's up maybe wow. go get a pastry um just walk around a bit and see what the world has to offer oh this is such a bummer though this is a oh this is such a bummer what's the what's the thing you'll miss most you think i thought i had some stuff that i was gonna do oh big plans yeah just some renos around the house no i'm running a zine you're running a zine? A, a magazine? political no not a magazine, a zine, a political zine. And I'm working on it and I was I was just trying to make it perfect. I've been working on it for seventeen years. Wow. And the problem is is 
it takes me a long time to write it and the politics keep changing every four years. Yeah. So I basically have to go yeah. back and scrap the whole thing and start again. And I, I was just ready to release it and now I die. Shucks. Like that's the luck, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Now, so I guess substitute teaching is just to pay the bills. Yeah. I mean, I, I would consider myself a professional zener. Um, most of my time is spent buying zines. Anything that's published without a printing press, I'm into. So if it's photocopied, handmade, sewed together, I want to read it. Um, I think I have this old birthday card that Griffin gave me. So that's printed. Yeah. That's printed on a lithograph machine. No, no. Like he hand wrote it. Oh, then that's yeah. a zine. That's a zine. I Don't tell Steve this. I used a printing press. Okay. So then that's not a zine. What? No. What do you say? Zine. He said he... <laughs> Listen, I don't want to get in the middle of you two. You are literally in the middle of yeah. I know. Oh, please stop. Oh, my God. Please. Oh, my goodness gracious. So what happens here? You trap me here as a ghost, and then I stay here forever? What, what we're trying to do is figure out what happened to you. Oh. We're here to help you. Okay. Because I think this, this must be some kind of purgatory. I can only assume. Right. Yes. So I think you'll we... be released to the afterlife if we solve this. I can yeah. assume that, that that's how this goes. Yeah, and now in your politics, what afterlife uh, are you going to go to? My politics? Yeah, yeah what, what does your politics believe in? A political systems. No politics. Imagine a world where nobody had any beliefs whatsoever, and we could just go live our life. <laughs> just pastries and teaching. Teaching, living life, meeting people, saying hello. You know that awkward conversation you have at a barbecue where someone says, "What? who did you vote for? Imagine if they said that, and then you both at the same time we no voted one. for no one. There is no system. No. We have no beliefs. Right. We just exist in a nice way. That sounds like a fun conversation where you guys can talk in unison. Yeah, why not? You know, Imagine that system. Here's something I like to say, though. Yeah. Wouldn't the world be so boring if we were all the same? But why is boring bad? Maybe boring's nice. Nobody's Ooh. rioting. No one's yelling. You just go home, wrap yourself up in a blanket, and have a nap. Now, that sounds kind of lonely, and it brings me to another question. Right. Did you have anyone in your life, kids of your own you were teaching, a spouse of any kind? Um, I don't have a spouse. Oh. I have no children. Oh. So you're not missing much anymore, then? Well, I, I don't, my dog is probably the very zine. hungry. No, the in the zine. The, the zine. dog in the zine. Here's a question. Yeah. Why did you have to keep resetting every four years if your stance was just that there should be no politics? <laughs> I never really thought about that. I, I guess. Oh no, yeah. Steve, your bedside manner sucks. Oh no, <laughs> I think I was trying to make it topical to reflect this, but you're probably. I, um, I'm so dumb. Oh, Richard's don't so say dumb. That. Richard. You're such a dumb loser. Sounds like you take really good care of your dog. Yeah, I don't know where she is. Oh. Maybe you guys have to find my dog and then I can pass on to the other <laughs> I side. I think that's the true mystery. You know what? We can do that if your dog shows up at the studio. That's true. Then we know exactly where it is. We're in the studio now? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is nice. What are you seeing? But uh, is, it, is it the same thing we're seeing? Uh, two guys in a room. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is all, We're all sitting on chairs. Yeah. Studio okay. chairs. There's a bed here, though. Studio bed? Studio yeah. bed. Guess what kind of apartment this is. Guess what kind of <sighs> manor I have. I, I really feel like you guys are up to some weird nefarious stuff. 
that you're gonna trap a ghost and then do what to me? You're gonna kiss through me and then put me on the bed? You can go. Can I leave? The door is there. But there's walls everywhere. I'm assuming you can go through them. I defy you to find any other show that is invested in your release from purgatory. I guess I'm here for a reason. That's why we asked you and you said, "Yeah, sure." (laughs) It was very foggy. You don't remember (laughs) floating around the streets? I don't. It was all kind of a blur. You did look very dazed. Yeah. It's hard dying. Mongiardi-esque. Mongiardi-esque? Who's that? That's when you're so drunk, you're just out of it. Oh, right, right, right. Mongiardi-esque. <laughs> That's good. So you were walking in the woods, yeah. and you see a van. A van. The doors were open. Doors were open. We're talking like the front doors, the back doors, everything? No, just the back doors. Just, just the, the back, back doors, oh, okay. yeah. And there was a man inside? There's a man. It's coming back to me now. There's There was a man with a mask, and he said, hey... You want to ride? And I thought, I'm tired. My legs are tired. My dog. I thought you thought he needed help. Well, he needed help with this ride. He needed help giving someone a ride? Yeah, I think so. Oh, okay. And so, for whatever reason, I just said, yeah, my legs are tired. My dog is exhausted from going to the bathroom. (laughs) This this ride sounds like a good idea. For sure. So, I got, oh my God. I got into the back of the van. Oh. Oh. And then he drove out of the forest was your dog still with you yes okay in the back of the van okay and and he drove back to my house (laughs) and he did you tell him how to get yes i did oh okay okay and he said this is your house (laughs) that'll be 1375 this was an uber your home then he said hey i'm on my way to this masquerade party do you want to come? Oh. And I, I guess I said yes. Okay. Well, that doesn't explain how I died at all. So you're, but no. we can probably think that your dog is at home. Because you wouldn't no, take... No, I remember bringing the dog because uh, we got a what, tiny what's mask. What's her name? Mama? <laughs> with that with the that inflection? Yes. Specifically, it's, okay. Yes, it's um, Bulgarian. It's, it's Bulgarian. The language they speak in Bulgaria. Uh, I did not buy the dog firsthand. It was a secondhand dog. So it already had the name. Yes. Mama. <laughs> so you remember Tiny Mask. You Tiny brought mask. the dog with you to of this. Of course I would. Uh, okay. I'm not going to be alone at a masquerade. Well, you're never alone at a masquerade. Sometimes it feels that way. Well, if you, it sounds like you wouldn't have had a mask. No, we did. With right. do- dog oh. head mask. Do- we, dog we head mask? Had, we, we all had masks. I'm not going to a masquerade. Yeah, a masquerade. Mask. Oh, okay. And the dog had a tiny mask. <laughs> did you stop at home for one? No, no, no. The he, man... took him, he took you home. We took me home, but yeah. the man who was going to the masquerade had a bunch of masks, oh. a variety of masks. Oh. Very generous man. I thought maybe he killed me, but actually he was just a nice guy. <laughs> okay, so we can, I think we can rule out nice man, van man. I think, I think he didn't kill me at all. I think he took me to a masquerade. Okay. Masquerade. That would explain, you are still wearing a masquerade mask. Oh my goodness, that's <gasps> so what this is. died at the masquerade. I think I may have died at the masquerade. This is so Mongiardi-esque. <laughs> That's the term. Did I use it right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Are you very drunk? Am I drunk right now? Mm, I'm a ghost. I can't tell. Then yes. Yeah, that'll... Oh, I'll, I'll, he yeah. often thinks he's not. Okay. Okay, so we we know masquerade. Something at this masquerade happened. Did it seem like a spooky kind Wait of Wait a second. I'm remembering something. Whoa, wee, whoa. I love geography. I love maps. I love map making. You're a substitute geography teacher. Oh my goodness. I teach geography. Sometimes. Sometimes. (laughs) Topography is what I like. I like maps that go into the sky. 
I'm just remembering this now. No, topography. Sorry, that's like uh, like Study. altitudes. It's like the it's like the surface of things. Is that when you feel a globe and it's a bumpy globe where that mountains would are? be a topographical globe? Ooh. Wow, my favorite country is Chile. <laughs> I'm just this is all coming because back. it's so bumpy. Yes, there's is that a, a bumpy one? There's beautiful mountain uh, ranges in Chile. Um, it is in South America. Did you know that? I'm Whoa. remembering where Chile is. Oh my goodness! I feel like I'm meeting myself for the first time. This journey is arduous. It's hard remembering because what does it feel like? It feels like I'm between two worlds. Mm. Have you seen the show Between Two Ferns? Between like Two that? Ferns. What show is that? It's there. It's an interview show where they sit between two ferns. Is it anything like that? No, no. What no. What show were you thinking of? I was thinking of the show where one man exists in two different realities at once. The sixth season of Lost. Um, no. Quantum Leap. I love Scott Not Bakula. <laughs> oh my goodness. This is all coming back to me. Have you seen the show Enterprise? He was fantastic in that show. American Beauty as the uh-huh. gay neighbor. Yes. He can act gay and straight. Wow. wow. I'm A double threat. Now. Double threat. Wow. Oh, I hate my principal. I hate oh. my principal. No, why is that? Oh, principal wow. Stoikis is one of the worst principals I've ever had to deal with. First of all, I love to teach. I love teaching. You love feeling those globes. He won't let me teach. What? What? Sometimes I come into work and he says, you're not scheduled to work today. You're a substitute. Don't show up every single day. And to me... I think teaching is a 24-hour, seven-day-a-week, every-month-of-the-year job. What about when you're taking your dog for a poop? When I take my dog for a poop, I'm learning. Oh, the dog becomes the teacher. I'm Mrs. Mama! You're you're not always the teacher. No! Sometimes you have to be the student. That's a mistake teachers make. They try to teach all the time. So sometimes what I will do is I will come into class, because nobody likes a substitute teacher. I will come into class and say, everybody, up out of your seats. I'll line them all up against the board. I'll push all of the desks together. And I'll lie on top of them. And then I'll say, you teach me. Feel these bumpy maps. Feel these bumpy globes. Tell me what you think of the world. And I have learned so many things from them. So the kids know a lot. They don't. But sometimes from the mouth of babes comes infinite wisdom, the wisdom of crowds and 24 children all yelling and screaming with no rules. (laughs) That's their reaction. (laughs) They feel a map. (laughs) They just start screaming. (laughs) I guess because I'm not giving them a lesson plan, a traditional lesson plan, but I'm learning about human nature. What happens in a world where there is no authority figure Mm. telling you what to do anarchy Mm. a political system now your principal doesn't like this he despises it and it's because he comes from a traditional principal foundation very pro-politics pro-pol he is a warmonger i don't i don't know that's too far to say but he comes in all the time talking about the school board and what he believes. I'm thinking, mm, maybe listen more. Oh. Why, don't, why, don't, why don't you believe in that, huh? Have you ever tried walking to a room and as, as opposed to saying like, hello, my name is Richard. This is my story. 
Walk into a room. Hello, my name is Principal Stoikic. This is Stoikis. 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 Walk Stoikist. into a room and just listen. Right. Li- like try listening. So Steve, you walk into a room. Yeah. I say, "Hi, I'm Richard," and that's it. But people are too. Do, a- do me. Hey, Griffin. My name's Richard. Think we are getting it? Wow, listening. that was cool. Listening, being being a part of the system. Not trying to change it. But are you, you trying to change it? Am I trying to change it by not changing it at all? Oh. Yeah, I guess I then I guess I'm a revolutionary. Yikes. Why do I feel like you guys are trying to do something weird to me here? You've captured me in your oh my god. I honestly it is oh Oh, oh Steve. It feels Mama. Don't Mama. say my Mama. dog's name, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's kinda of fucked up. Oh my goodness. House. I wonder if I can lift things. Go ahead. No. Right through. Right through. <laughs> no. Oh, I can't touch anymore. Oh. <gasps> Your topography. I know. I hope they have maps wherever I'm going. Uh, it sounds like they'll have very little in your perfect oh, world. Oh, this is just a, a classic, typical Richard week. <laughs> Every week is more of the same nonsense. Richard gets into this trouble. Richard gets into that trouble. Nobody oh. sees Richard. This is my whole life. And now, literally, nobody will see Richard. Well, we can see him. No, that's true. Yeah, you're like a Casper, yeah. like, just white. Yeah, outline. Right. Right. Shell of a man. Oh. Ghost in the shell. So, I want to go back to this masquerade. The masquerade, I remember. I was at a masquerade. <laughs> the man took me to a masquerade, and that's my dog right. was there. When, when I hear masquerade, I automatically imagine a mansion. Is I this correct? eyes wide shut. It was oh, yeah. a mansion. Yes. Okay. A so very th- modest mansion. Oh, okay. It's oh. so like a house. Yes, that's the word. I'm just remembering that word for the first time. House. It was in a house. Triangle oh. at the top, square makes the rest. And a, yes. a smiling sun in the corner. There might be a chimney mm. blowing smoke. Uh, no, to the last two, but yes to everything else. <laughs> oh, it was at night. This was nighttime, which is the opposite of when the sun's out. Smiling moon. Yeah. And so I went to the masquerade, and if I remember correctly, the friendly man opened the door. Did he ever introduce himself? He did. He said his name was Daniel. Whoa. Oh wow, that is clear as day now, Daniel. Oh, uh, 905-294-6444. He gave me his phone number, and I remember it. Oh my gosh! I really hope that's a real. Wow. <laughs> oh oh my goodness gracious! So Daniel opens the door. Yeah. Outside this small mansion. Uh huh. You get out. I go into the mansion. Right. And there's everyone's there. Everybody. And everyone you could imagine there. The Pope. Not the Pope, but like I can't think of anyone else. Tall man, short man, <laughs> tall woman, short woman, uh, old woman, young and woman. As a fan old of typography, man. you're like, look at these. Yeah, you're range feeling everyone's heads. Yeah. Shapes are incredible. Wow, I, the layers. I'm obsessed with this. I'm obsessed with this house. Just rubbing heads. Not, no. Because oh. we're all wearing masks, and that means safety for me. That means keep everyone keep their distance. Right. You're, it's very closed off. Yeah, it feels that way. And a lot of people are saying, a dog. Oh, that's an adorable mask. And so I'm not having any trouble meeting new people. No, you're oh. the, the bell of the ball. Sometimes I have social anxiety. Sometimes I used to have social anxiety. 
But because my dog is wearing an adorable mask, I'm talking to everybody. And at one point, an older gentleman says to me, I like you, Richard. This is great. You want to come upstairs and see my collection of guns? (laughs) And I thought, this is an opportunity I cannot turn down. So we go upstairs with his younger wife. And I would say Uh this wife is very shapely. Very curvy woman. As a typography fan, uh, you're uh, going nuts. I, Her arms are all bendy. Uh, I, they they have uh, two, three points of articulation, I'd say. Wow. Yeah. And we get up there, and for whatever reason, we, we just all start kissing. Oh, don't we know it. Okay. Oh, guys, please. Something don't. like this. It's very, Ooh, it's, something like this. It's very. Mama. Mama. Anyways, one thing leads to another, and the four of us start removing our clothing. The four of you? You're including Mama in this? (laughs) Uh, The three of us. Well, Mama's already naked. No, the dog wasn't there. I wanted to be clear the dog wasn't there. There was three of us there. Yeah, at what point? She was reading a magazine. Let's not focus. You guys are so... You guys are so, you guys are, this is what you do. You guys, you guys look for, you look for the one thing that you, this is not what the story's about. Uh, my dog is in danger. Let's, let's focus, let's focus on the story. So. Wait, you do you want to focus on the dog or you don't? No, the dog wasn't there. Okay. Oh my God, you guys. So you're nudes. Anyways, we, uh, we got into a, a fight. What? Uh, wait, this after you take off all your clothes. We we were engaged in a, I guess, an orgy. What? A, th- it, a three a three orgy? Three person orgy. If only there was a name for that. It, and this was, this is sensitive to me because this is, this is my first time. In in a three person orgy or ever ever. Oh. And I'm, I guess. How far did they get along before you guys started fighting? I mean. I, I guess me and Cynthia was this woman's name. It's very, very curvy, very bulbous woman. <laughs> bulbous. So shapely, so like so reminiscent. Stop of, doing that with your hands. Like, a gor- like she was, she was a gorgeous uh, landscape made of peaks and valleys. That's how I would describe her. And I, I guess I accidentally said. I love you to Cynthia and this old man oh. lost his mind and we had a scuffle and we fought we physically fought whoa I'm just remembering the guns oh my That's gosh why he really took you up there to show oh, you the guns yes he did have he loaded a gun I I beat him physically and he reached for a gun you are really strong now, this oh is my god a classic cliffhanger what we're going to do is take a quick break. Oh, my God. You're there. He's pointing a gun at you. Oh. We're going to do a close-up of both of your faces. Right. There's going to be some music, and we fade to a break. Okay. This is to be continued. Hashtag, we're back. I'm getting a FaceTime from Mike. Bling, bling, oh, bling, no, bling, don't bling, answer bling, it. Bling, bling. Don't, it's not going to be bling, good. Bling, bling, bling. You're not going to like this. He's Hello. not going to like this. <laughs> 
Uh, uh, sorry, one second. I'm going to take this. Yeah. Alright. This is going to take a while. We're not going to see Steve again. I just want to finish that story, though, because I, I think it was all coming back to me, Griffin. Oh, what Mama was doing. No. Yeah, um, reading a magazine. Yes. Alone in the party. Uh-huh. I think you're implying something that I would never do to my beautiful Mama dog. This man had a gun. This old man. Old man. Did you ever catch his name? His name was Todd. And he loaded the gun and he shot Cynthia. Whoa. And I thought, whoa, are you going to kill me? And he put away the gun and said, no, go. So I took off the mask and I picked up Mama, who was in another room reading. (laughs) And I grabbed my clothes and I left the party. So, okay. But a lot transpired in that moment. Yeah. So you tell Cynthia you love her. Uh-huh. That was a mistake. Because the old man shoots her for that. He kills her because of me. Did he give any reason why? Oh, my God. Or did God. he just tell you to go? He said, he said, you've done enough. Go. Now I remember. Oh, my God. Oh. So at this point, it's naked you carrying Mama... Uh, your mask is off just mm-hmm. down the street, down the middle of the street. What? Oh, what? Hi, hello, hello, hi. Oh, it's you, hi. Oh, no. Hey. Oh, no. Sorry, take off that mask, sir. It's me, Daniel. Oh, it's Daniel. Oh, Daniel. Hi, hello. Oh, Daniel, the van man. Yes. Oh, good oh, to see you again. Of course. 905 294 6444. Yeah. Uh, cool. I see you since that fun night we had. Oh. That was crazy. Is he telling you about it? Yes, we he died. is. What? what? You're dead? It was crazy. That explains your ghost tale. Yeah. Oh. Oh, man. I was off trying to do another podcast and figure this out. They didn't help at all. Oh. <laughs> so I said bye, and I came here. Oh, my gosh. Well, this is a pickle. This is a pickle. Oh, I kinda li- you're not liking it? Well, it's really hard because I can't remember all of the things at once, oh. and I want to. Do you remember how you died? Problem too, but it's coming back to me slowly in small little increments. Exactly. Oh, have you have you gotten to the masquerade yet? Mm, yeah. Okay. Masquerade. I heard a gunshot upstairs. Uh huh. You come running down with uh, your dog. Yes. And then I say, let's get in the van. Let's get the hell out of here. We did. Uh, we did do that. You run out into the street. Oh come, yes. Pull up beside you in the van. And I say, get in the van. Oh my God, I remember now. Come on. I remember. I was traumatized by watching Cynthia die, mm. and I kept replaying it in my head again and again and again. Why she died? How it was my fault? The only woman I've ever loved. And I said, don't you worry about a thing. You yes, know, you did. Because you're a great that. guy. <laughs> so who cares? So we hired a troop of actors. this is true this is true this is about 9 9 30 at this point (laughs) we the trauma was severe and daniel had an idea that the only way to overcome it Mm -hmm. was to recreate the events of that night yes that's true i heard that in therapy and so we hired a a troop of very young college actors and we rented... They'll do anything for free. <laughs> they were like, we'll take it, we'll take it, it's a gig. <laughs> yeah. And so we reenacted the whole event. Masks, luckily Daniel had some more. Mm-hmm. We rented a small mansion. Tough time finding the tall actors. 
had a lot of short ones, and we said, this does not reflect well, the party at they're all. They're all in college. They haven't grown yet. Exactly. But we needed guns, and the guns needed to be real. Yes. So back to the masquerade? No, we went to the to a bad part of town. Oh. Yes. And we, um, Daniel actually knew someone. Well, so at this point, sorry, it's you two and a bunch of college actors in this van. Cruising yes, around it's the a big van. Okay. It's a very big van. Mm-hmm. And um, Clothed at this point? Sorry? Clothed? Yes, there, yeah, we did have clothes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Did have clothes. So yes. at some point you found yourself a shirt. I got a bunch of masks and I got a bunch of clothes in there. Yeah. And so um, we, we met this guy named Knife. He... <laughs> He was a member of a gun bike. salesman. Yeah, he was a gun salesman, member of a biker gang, not the cool Harley David kind, like the Japanese kind. Yeah, like, like a, real bicycles. Yeah, like a real Akira kind of guy, you know. Yeah, and he, we tripped to his hideout, and we said, "We're here to buy some guns." He accused Daniel of being a cop, and that's because I used to be a cop. So, that's the thing. And so the dr- you the, look very startled by that. I, I think just the angle, I was getting a weird echo, and I thought it was the computer for a second. Oh, I think okay. that's just how you're talking. Good. And it's tripping me the fuck out. It's still happening? You're a cop. No, no! I, I used to be a cop, but I don't go in for that anymore. Okay? I'm cool. I'm hip now. I'm a nice guy. Things got out of hand at that cop, uh, the, uh, the the gun deal. It, yes. Uh, okay, well, yes. Things kind of went sour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember I love pastries. I'm, I love pastry so much. That's true. And I love you. So there you go. <laughs> what? Is that real? I love everyone. Let's be clear. That's so nice. Of course. I'm just a nice guy. Again, do me. I love you. Yes! Yes! Yeah! You're worth it. You seem like a great guy. What are you doing? Are you trying to kiss me? Ew. Through him? You can't. You'll oh. pass right through me. Oh. There's no one here to this kiss. This is much less satisfying. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, it went wrong. It went bad. It went, it went south, and it went quick. Knife lost control. He started accusing people mm-hmm. of wearing wires. And he we said had, you were the Pope. He said I was the Pope. He, um, It was very confusing. Yeah, I think he was on something. Uh, it got so dark, and he pulled out a machete. Mm-hmm. Mm. And he said, unless you do this bank robbery with me, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> and so he gave us both these masks. Oh, more ma- different said, masks yeah. at this point. I, this said, is full I got face. some in the van. Listen, and he was like, "No, these specifically." <laughs> he wouldn't let you wear the like gold no! sparkly masks to the bank and robbery. And I said, "We could at least look nice. We could look nice." But no, of course not. We wore his masks, very bland, and that explains it. Well, no, because we didn't get to a death. Oh, um, okay. Well, then we'll get the. Okay. Well, I remember this bank robbery. We went and did a bank robbery. So we in were... your van with your college uh, kid actors. Uh, yes, they helped. <laughs> They'll do anything. They'll do They'll anything. They'll do anything we, for our It gig. was a nightly rate, so we said, you know what, guys, come along. You we guys were, can be lookouts. We went to what a lot of people in the nineties would call an M banks, but it was a bank of Montreal. Mm. Okay. And we a BMO, a BMO, and we went to go rob it. Hmm. We were about to enter, and then we did enter. The okay, bank. wow. We have to go beat by beat. That's right. It's so. It is well, you so did hesitate foggy. for a moment outside the bank. Well, well it is all. so foggy. So we have guns, and I've never used a gun before. And I was, I put it to my face to see if the gun was loaded, and it was loaded. <laughs> and we robbed the bank, no problem, got away. 
So I don't okay. know. Right. So you go back to oh, knife. Geez. Bunch of college kids yeah. wearing masks. Mm. You give him money. Yeah. He says, "Great." Now you guys have your guns for your reenactment that, of the yeah. masquerade. Okay, great. That's I remember that. So uh, we're looking at about ten, ten thirty at this. Yeah. Ten thirty. Yeah. So then we go and we rented a small house, a small uh, mansion. Right. Yes. Well, a house. You said small house. That's a dog house. <laughs> we did do it in a smaller. We we, yes. we are in a dog house. Yeah. <laughs> and so we were piled inside, and we're trying to recreate the events, but there's, n- there's, there's none of room. There's, there's not one, enough space yeah. for a one human, let alone. 14 mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. and so we're all packed in there and we yeah. do the events we tried we yeah. tried to Todd's mm-hmm. there Cynthia the, they're obviously played by actors I played myself and you did a great job Thank who did you, you play? I played myself you okay. did a great job also mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? yes um, he's a really good guy <laughs> and my uh, uh, Rakesh who's one of the, uh, the the younger members of the troupe I think Mama. he was good he was a great Mamo yeah oh so Mama did not play herself Mama was was up to mischief Mama was running around uh, nipping everyone's ankles oh. Mama she she struggles with new people it's stressful for her but uh, she was having a, a nice time mm-hmm. and so we're all in this dog house and we go to the events of me saying I love you to Cynthia right we get up to that point. And I should remind everyone that this is not real. This is a simulacrum. It's real guns, it sounds like. But this, they had to be. But this is a this is a simulacrum of reality. This is a, a copy of what just mm-hmm. happened. The guns were loaded. You put it to your face. Because I needed to. I needed to go back in time and fix what happened. Oh, okay. So this this was different in the reenactment. This this was my way of saying, I'm sorry, Cynthia. It wasn't my fault. I'm sorry. And I thought the the woman who played Cynthia was terrific. Julie, I believe her name Julie. was. Julie. Well, we spoke afterwards, and she gave a stunning performance. Well, so you go upstairs yes. in this scenario, yeah. and you're kissing, and you take off your clothes. Mm-hmm. We did the real kissing. Okay. Real mm-hmm. taking off the clothes. Yeah. Uh, it's a reenactment. Yeah. Rakesh, skip a step. Rakesh was there, and he was incredible at reading the magazine. He was in a <laughs> he was in a separate room reading this magazine. Mm-hmm. And Cynthia in this play says, I love you. And I said, Todd. Well, she said it to you. Yeah. Oh, and I said to, the first hey, diversion. And I said, Todd, don't, don't worry. Right. I respect um, marriage. It's sacred. And I guess at this point, some of the kids start to feel uncomfortable. Because of Why? Ma- well, there's, <laughs> there's four of us naked mm-hmm. engaging in simulated sex. No, by the four, Rakesh is also naked. As the, he has to be, he's the dog. He's he, technically dogs don't wear clothes. Un, you honestly, you guys, you guys, <laughs> honestly, when you guys come over here, you guys look at the you find the smallest little thing and you just keep trying to pry it open and try and make a bigger <laughs> thing about it. Saying. It's not a it's mm-hmm. not a big thing. That's what it's I'm a thinking. dog. A dog doesn't wear clothes. The dog's reading a magazine. I've gone over this numerous times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm so upset. Yeah, sure, we should be Me more too. focused on the fact the dog was reading a magazine. <laughs> the dog was looking at the magazine. Okay, so. The point of this is, the other children felt uncomfortable because we were doing simulated sex acts. Okay. Mm, and they, the guns were real. They and all, some went off, some went off, but it's fine, well, right? And they were getting a There was easy. a rush for the small exit, and I guess, <laughs> with guns in hand, things got out of control. Yeah. And, oh my god, uh, I see what happened now. Mm-hmm. This makes him, and that's why I was wearing the mask and everything. So the, the actor who was playing Todd shot all of the kids <laughs> and then himself 
And oh. me and Dan were completely fine. That's right. Oh God. So we're looking at eleven, eleven thirty. Right. This point. But the guy, the guy who played Todd, still alive and with you? No. No. He, he shot himself. He, oh, shot, he shot himself. himself. That's right. Ricochet. Oh. So the only ones alive were us, and we uh-huh. wanted to leave without a scratch. Hopped in my van. And at that point, we're scared because the cops are after us. Right. I mean, and now, and you don't know because it's the bank robbery, because it was the original events, because it was the events that just took place. And I just thought, Richard, this is a typical Richard week. These <laughs> things happen to me all of the time. I brought my own lunch on Friday to school. It's pizza day. <laughs> Do you know what I brought for lunch that day? Pizza. Okay. I ordered pizza that night, hey, and I brought it day. for lunch, and it was pizza day. Okay, don't be so hard on yourself, Richard, okay? You're a great guy. I'm not a great guy. You're a great guy. I'm not a great guy. You are. What that ha- day on pizza day, I swapped out my old pizza for new pieces of pizza. So <gasps> what? You deserve it. You deserve a new pizza. We all deserve a fresh slice of pizza. Stork has caught me. Stork has caught me switching... Oh my god! Oh my By god! Switching, you put your old pizza in the pizza box with the kids, and then I took two fresh hot slices of za. Oh. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! What name did you just say? Za. No. Wait, you know Principal Stoikis? That night we went to go egg his house. That's... So you were getting chased by the cops. You think, let's take a turn. Let's I talked talk the cops down. I oh, said, you know, I'm a former great. member. I love you guys. You guys are great. Oh. I love you guys. Wait, wait, what'd you say? Former member. Now I'm hip. Now I'm cool. You guys can speed all you like. Park where you please. So you go to Stoikis' house. And we have mm. a dozen eggs. Dozens. One dozen eggs. <laughs> In fact, we had 12 eggs. Right. And we were talking. not a baker's dozen. No. no. Standard dozen. We were talking about. We're not bakers. This is a former this cop a and substitute, substitute teacher's, teacher's dozen. dozen. And we were deciding how to split up the eggs. Mm. This time, we're wearing masks. Because I was worried about losing my job. I was afraid Stoikis would come out and see my face and then get me fired. So are these the masquerade masks or the bank robber masks? These are separate. These are egg masks. Right. And I was worried I'd get egg on my hands. So we both had our own concerns. And as we are dividing up the eggs... Stoikis pulls up to the driveway. Yes. Oh, he's, it's all coming back. And he's just come back from machete practice. He is... Him and knife. What? Him and knife, do you think? No, this is a separate thing. Oh, okay. This is... Se- There's only one other guy I know with a machete, and that's knife. A lot of people have machetes. Have you seen a movie? Have you seen movies have in you seen the machete? Jungle? That's a movie. Thank you. You're a great guy. Thank you, Daniel. <laughs> Hey, well, no, no. For some reason, it's allowing this to happen because we're both translucent. Let me get in the middle of this. No. Honestly, stop. So, he's come back from machete practice, which is not knives. Machete is a board game that you play. Oh, Oh, okay. Jeez. Oh. Anyways, and uh, (laughs) he's, he's returned home with his board game, and he sees us, and as he sees us, the elastic on my mask falls off my face and Stoikis oh, says yes. oh, what a Richard Garfield my supply teacher and employee I'm calling the police and that's when I said blind him with the eggs quick <laughs> and I lost control I'm not proud of it and we blinded him and then we took him inside his house and we removed all of his clothes 
because I wasn't I wasn't sure. Mm, we had to make it look like an accident. Yeah, so you take him upstairs. You take off all his clothes. And we're talking about how we're going to kill him and get rid of the body. And obviously Storkis can hear and he's crying. He says, please don't do it. Please don't do it. And, and, and I'm having second thoughts, but Daniel's really confident about well, it. I've done this before. And so as we're talking, I guess we got a little bit distracted. Mm-hmm. While Mama was reading. While Mama was, was like, reading. Oh, isn't that cute? And I said, that's Saw very in the cute. other room. And I was like, look at that. Storkis breaks free. And at that point, he's a huge man. Did I mention this? He is seven feet and he must be, ugh, 100 pounds. So he's huge, but very thin. And, and at this point, totally blind. Totally, totally blind. Totally, totally blind. nude. Dripping an egg. And, and, and he the, starts flailing down the stairs. Flailing down the stairs and... And he starts attacking us. Mm. And his his hands are so gaunt, they can get through your ribs and just poke you in places that you don't want to be poked. Mm. And so I'm scared for my life. So I pick up a baseball bat. Yes. And I'm just swinging randomly. Mm. And I swing so hard. Oh, yes. It flew towards Daniel's face. And, and you... And it missed him yes, just by that's, by oh, a hair yes. i remember and, that and 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 we were we fell to the ground mm-hmm. from the force of that blow and right. stoikis stood over us towering and, above and he said richard i've always hated you and you'll you'll never be good enough to be a permanent teacher you're you're a substitute person you're replacing the employee i wish i had in my life and he said you i don't know you Oh, to you. Yeah, and that was to me. It was equally cutting. Yes, and I was like, oh, I thought everyone knew me. And so he he lunged at me. He lunged for my throat and completely missed and went through a window, and he died. Yeah. Well, because he was blind. Yeah. Wow. And so I think that's it. I think that explains everything. Yeah, that covers it. Well, now hang on. Oh, wait a minute. What was Mama doing? Mama was reading. She was reading in the other room. And (gasps) she finished the zine. It's about time. So she's been reading it all night. Yes. All these different places. She finally gets it done. She was reading the zine. I remember that now. Yes, she was reading the zine that Mm -hmm. I wrote. Mm -hmm. Oh my god! Oh my god! Forty years later, I had a heart attack. And you? I died that night. Well, that, that is, that explains it. Yeah. It's so good to see you again. Good to see you. I drove my van off a cliff. Oh. That night. Yeah. Oh, my. Dropped you off at home. Yeah. I guess you saw, like, a mass killing of a bunch of college kids. Oh, it's, yeah, yeah. It was a traumatic night, yeah. Blinded a guy who then jumped out the window and died. Yeah, well, no, I was using Apple Maps instead of Google Maps, and it directed me right off the side. Oh. That so accident. I should have walked more. <laughs> oh, because of the heart failure. Oh, I see. I thought that was just a oh. weird reflection. This is just Richard's month. Mm. Uh, but what? I came here looking for my dog, Mama. Wait, forty years? You said? Yeah. How long do dogs live? Is it forty dog years? No, forty human years. Uh oh. Usually like thirty-five to thirty-nine years. Are you serious? All oh, this is all oh, this is Richard's week. This is Richard's life. This is Richard's life. It was. Oh no! Shucks! <laughs> oh! 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 
Richard, you're, you're starting to fade a little. I think, I think my purpose here is done. You found out it was a heart attack forty years later. Oh, mm. I'm, I am disappearing. Wait, uh, before you go, so so that wraps up another successful episode of Killed to Death. I'm fading. But I'm... wait, 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 wait. Is there anything you want to plug? Um. <laughs> no, I think it's just the afterlife for me. And finally, I'll see my dog again. Dogs go to heaven. They have beliefs. All of them do. Wait, what did you say, Griffin? I said they have beliefs. What does so that mean? It's not not going to be the same heaven. What? Honestly, Griffin, you find dogs the, like, you find dogs the smallest like little thing and then Come you just on, Oh, man. my God. Griffin, Griffin oh, my god! You find one little thing and I you just pick I sent your dog to hell. Okay, well, mm. you know what, Griffin? Great. Goodbye. I'm leaving. I'm no longer existing. I'll have you know I did have sex with my dog. Who's looks foolish now? <laughs> Goodbye. And I'd like to plug an improv podcast that I do um, where I teach people how to improvise. Um, <clears throat> it's very good. Um, it's called The Frontline. And it's all about jumping in front of your partner and stealing the show because the show is about you. If you're in it, it should be you, baby. So step out in front and make it yours. Wait, Richard's fading back in, because I think now he's got a plug. Sex with a dog was great. Goodbye. Okay. If you want more content like that, or, or how to how to learn how to do content like that yourself, uh, check out The Backline. Uh, they've got some great improv tips. Uh, it's another podcast on the Sonar Network. Uh, in terms of me, uh, you can like Killed to Death on Facebook, rate iTunes, review iTunes, review iTunes, it's a great service, they've got so many songs, you're gonna fucking love it. Uh, and I think that's it. Yeah, check out all the podcasts on the Sonar Network. Uh, bye! Bye. Kill to Death is produced and engineered by Steve Cook and Griffin Tuplitsky. Special thanks to Under the Sun, Katie Lore, and Tom Shank. Rate and subscribe on iTunes and like Kill to Death on Facebook so they know how to value their worth as human beings. This podcast has been brought to you by The Sonar Network. Thank you.